0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Men of Pod podcast. My name is Josh Lyles. I'm a kids pastor out here in West Texas, and I'm joined, as always, by my three
1: great friends
0: and co-hosts.
1: Yep, yeah, Randy Green. I am a, uh, actually a compressor analyst in the oil and gas industry. Did a ministry for a while, left that life now in the oil field. I've uh, been doing that about 11 years now.
2: And I am Hunter Cox. I'm an accountant for an oil and gas company here in town, uh, and all throughout Texas, Oklahoma, and Colorado. Um, teach Sunday school, uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade boys and girls uh, at First Baptist. And
3: uh, yeah, my name is Josh Green. I work with sixth through twelfth graders um, at Colonial Hill in Snyder. Have been doing that. I've been in ministry since August of 06 So been been around the block a bit.
0: We've all been around the block a time or two, uh, and hopefully that, that's beneficial for this podcast, right? That's why we're, we're together. We have lunch every week, uh, we check in on each other's hearts, we laugh, we, we joke around, we have fun, um, and we thought, why not a podcast? I, f- I feel like it's gone pretty well, but it's, it's a once-a-month thing, and so inevitably there are things that happen month-to-month. Anything interesting that you guys have experienced since our
3: last podcast back in November? We went to see Nate Bargatze live last week, and I thought it was phenomenal. He's my favorite. He's so good.
0: It was, it was incredible. So much fun. So much laughter. Uh, the dude is, is great. Uh, what, what I love about it, and, and I know we're all kind of... We listen to stand-up comedy here and there. It's really hard to find a clean comedian... Uh, and that dude is, is squeaky clean. He does it you know? so
3: well, too. Mm-hmm. Dude, my so face well. hurt from laughing so much. It was great. Yep. It was does it still hurt? <laughs> no, it's good now. No, oh, it's killing me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got a face for radio. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> and a voice for the newspaper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, cool. Anybody else have anything? Nope. Josh stole mine. That's what I was going to talk about. That was the most exciting thing we've done since the last podcast. Uh,
0: Speaking so. of of stolen... Uh, we actually had something <laughs> in our family happen the other day. We almost got frauded out of some money. Guys, internet scammers are on the rise. You oh, know that? You. It, it's, a, it's a, you know, you talk about coronavirus. This is the true pandemic. I really think so. <laughs> it was wild. What happened? So my grandmother, God, God bless her, so sweet. Uh, she, she lives with us, and, and she was having some issues with YouTube TV. And so she, what would you do? Old school, let's call about it, right? So she Googles YouTube TV phone number, because why wouldn't you, right? They don't have a phone book like they did back (laughs) in the olden days. So she calls, and it takes her to this crazy, I mean, fraud scam place, who knows where. They had purchased ad space, so they showed up as number one on the Google search, Google Analytics for YouTube TV. So it was a bogus number. They had a YouTube channel that said YouTube TV support, and so they looked legit. she called them, and uh, it was like 600 bucks by the time I walked in, and she was hey. like they, were, they had an app open on her phone, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you you need to go to, to, to Walmart.com, And you, you know, we're going to update your account, but you have to do it with a gift card. You can't use your credit card. We don't want any of that information because people are crazy. So get a gift card. And whatever. And so yeah, sure enough, three gift cards later. They scammed her. Thankfully, fraud protection kicked in, and poor Doris. Um, so, yeah. did, she, did she
3: lose the money though? No, uh, she
0: was able to get it, like from the bank. They oh. they stopped it. So, okay. so they got the money because it was purchased, and, and the gift card code was given to them.
3: Mm. But,
0: yeah. um, but the bank gave her her money back. You know, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh man. And so, I was enraged. I was really mad. So, what I did. I did what I think anybody would. I created a fake persona and I called them. I picked some random name. I don't even know where it came from. I think I was like Kaiser So saying it, like driving down the road, see some signs and put it together, you know what I mean? And uh nice. I don't even subscribe to YouTube TV. So you like, called, th- that oh, I called that one grandma- yeah, here's a well kicker. I was like, that's good. I was like uh, I was like, hey man, I just want you to know that my YouTube <laughs> TV ain't working very well. And he's like, let me put you on hold. He comes back. I don't have YouTube TV. He comes. Back. Oh yeah, I see on your account, Mister Whatever your name is. That yeah, you 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 just you're not authorized to. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to go. And dude, it was on from then. I kept him on the phone for about an hour, and I <laughs> oh, said the most absurd things to the point where one of my coworkers, like uh, like I was in my office, he he like poked his head around and we're like. <laughs> who are you talking to and so um i asked him if if he's ever uh netflixed and chilled you know i I just you know asked him what his favorite movie was if he had any kids and then at the end i was like all right well and he's like he's like why are you wasting my time and i said because you fraud the innocent elderly ladies (laughs) and then he hung up on me so but i felt good well done no that's good Call them out.
2: Call them for what it is. I offered my social security
0: number. I was like, I'll give you my social security number. I'll give you his credit card. No, sir. We just want you to go to to your nearest nearest, uh, Walgreens or CVS and get a gift card and then give me that code. And I was like, whatever. Lo and behold, I had to go to CVS later that week. And when I bought a gift card for someone else, I didn't get frauded. They asked me on the screen. They were like, is this for a third party or is this for someone you're going to give it to? And I asked her why they asked that. And she said that you wouldn't believe how many elderly people come into CVS and buy those things and get scammed out of them. Man,
3: that's mm. crazy.
0: The real pandemic. Wow.
2: Yeah. Fauci never said anything about fraud. Yeah. A mask ain't going to pre- prevent fraud, you know. I mean, good for the bank, though. For real. I mean, that. Yeah, it was
0: really quick. Uh, it was really quick, and you know, within within minutes, she was she was saved, and uh, now I get Christmas presents. So that's pretty cool. Oh, nice. So that's what I was.
3: Uh, did know. the YouTube TV get fixed?
0: No, I really don't know. I think I think uh, she was having trouble authorizing someone else to use the account. So I don't know. I don't know. I just I just saved her. So financially. Y'all were committing that fraud. Yeah. Turns out it's the other way around. <laughs> I see. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she does with her spare time, but you know, that's all I mean. I just live there, right? Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, hey, it is Christmas time. I could hear the bells ringing right now.
1: That's tonight man. That's not, yeah. That's tonight <laughs> tinnitus. That's all. It's oh, just
0: usually I should probably go to the doctor, get yeah, it checked out. It's a medical issue. It's it's always Christmas. Anyways, uh we you know, I could I could uh I can just just think about all the joyous little boys and girls who are going to be around the Christmas tree and they're going to, um, to, to, with anticipation, shake the gift and try to figure out what's in it and then open it and be either completely let down or really, really overjoyed. So someone brought up the question. I think Randy brought up the question. What is, what's the best gift or the, your most favorite gift that you've ever received? I guess for Christmas? Yeah, or just in general. Or just in general.
1: I know for me, when I wrote that question, um, actually, do you, something that Josh gave me. Do you remember? Uh, yeah. A long I think, time ago. I, think, long, I was thinking about that today ago. for some reason. Yeah. So it was actually super sweet. Um, Let's go. So it was actually a gift that Josh Green gave me. And uh, it, was way, it was over 20 years ago. Uh, he was working as a server and, you know, wasn't making a whole lot of money. Uh, and it was when the Band of Brothers had came out. Uh, and it was on HBO, and I loved it. And he bought for me that little uh, DVD gift set that came in a, a big tin. I actually still have it. I uh, should have brought it with me today, but uh, it was in a like this big metal tin that was all decorated. And, you, you know, it had a bunch of extra stuff with it. Uh, and it was not cheap, you know, 100 $120. But for some, you know, a teenager who wasn't making much money, and again, this was probably, it was over 20 years ago. Uh, just for him to do that was super meaningful. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that's something I've never forgotten. And I was just kind of blown away. I love the gift, but also the sacrifice that he made uh, to give it to me. I think that's also the same year that he was in the South Park and I bought him a Cartman pillow uh, that I was really happy about. And it took him two months to tell me that I wasn't actually Cartman. It was one of the other characters, Uh so that's kind of how how that went, uh, but the gift he got me was pretty amazing.
3: Hey, that's really sweet. I didn't, I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah, that's nice. True story. Also, cool. Band of Brothers one of the greatest TV series phenomenal. I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. top three or four for me. Yeah. I think. Absolutely. I never
2: watched it. Yeah, I missed it. No. Nope.
0: Go I back remember. and go back like
3: and watch it. it. It's phenomenal. I feel like I remember randy being really into it yeah like when i when we first met well because like it's obviously like they're they're reenacting but at the end of the episodes actually interview some of the guys that were there and it's just i don't know just puts it into perspective yeah yeah. and and just like what those those dudes were men it's world war ii right (laughs) yes oh because they interviewed (laughs) them yeah Yeah. but you yeah
1: you had you know i mean guys that were you know in their 90s at this point you know that still can, we're picturing what was going on back then and reliving that and just breaking down in tears yep. from something that happened well, was, so long ago. And like and, for uh, me, like
3: I would get a, I got attached to a couple of characters and then I realized about episode six, they weren't getting interviewed. Then like episode seven or eight, they die. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, like exactly. it's crazy. Yeah. So it's worth it. Ten, yeah, ten, 10 good episodes worth your time. Yeah. There's only 10 recommend. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're wow. hour long. It's HBO. Nice.
2: Does it mirror the movie, too? Because there's a movie, Band of Brothers, isn't it? I don't
1: know I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a book, um, and then just that miniseries. Oh, okay. You're thinking of Oh, Brother,
3: Where Art Thou, about the
1: the band. A little different. (laughs) Brothers. You
0: know what I'm saying? (laughs)
3: Uh, The best gift, so uh, according to our analytics, um, parents, you need to mute this part if you got young kids in the car. Um, because I don't want to spoil anything, but when I was young enough at Christmas to still believe, um, I remember waking up before everybody else and running into the living room and I had this huge, like GI Joe, like it was like a truck car mobile thing, but like it was like two or three feet wide. Like it was huge. Like it had, it had to be stored under my bed, and the, the reason why I remember this is because I got so excited. Then I had to go back to my room and just kind of like wait for everybody. <laughs> and like, I just remember like that. That was one of the the times where I was like so excited, and I just I couldn't hardly contain myself. And that's like like when I'm thinking about the best present ever. Not that's the best gift I ever got, but like my excitement was through the roof, and I kept that thing for years. I used to have a ton of yeah. GI Joes, yeah. but yeah, that was well, cool. Did you ever have GI Jane? You see that one? <laughs> I saw it. Never, yeah. never had the action figure. Uh,
2: mine is a uh, set of golf clubs that my parents got me about five, six years ago. So it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving because I still use them to this day. Win golf tournaments. Uh, let's go. Look, win know, What do you well, show? He, hey, right, he wins. All right, listen, with team members. All right, it's just not me. So uh,
3: I felt that. What's flex. your uh, what's your uh, handicap? I don't know anything about golf. A two point one. What does that mean? That's really good, right? I
2: usually I, I'll go out and I'll shoot two over par. That's really like, good. Yeah, if if you know par for the course is seventy, I'll typically shoot 72.
3: I didn't realize we are in the presence of greatness. What
2: yeah. do you
1: do
3: with the point one? Where does that
2: come from? <laughs> well, you know, all right, it's just averages. I don't know. I don't, that's set, one of those I things, don't set the standard. That's
1: one of those things we've talked about before, though, where, you know, it's one of those hobbies that takes him away on the weekends. <laughs> and, like, if, if his wife wanted to get upset about it, it's like, well, he's a winner. You know, yeah. he comes back, comes back with Prize money. Prize money. Throw a little money her way. You know what I mean? It's hey, honey, it was You're worth it. You're going away you know? again. So... Here's five hundred dollars. You know, if it'd be me, I'd be, I'd be losing every week. No, it's just an example. It's not that much. I'd be losing every it's, it's, weekend. My wife would be like, "Dude, yeah. hang it up, man. It's yeah. you, you got to be done, Hunter. Yeah. Dude, but I couldn't even get know... five hundred
3: dollars scamming my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: wild. I just got a little side hustle, man.
3: Would it be fun for you to go golfing with us? I'm the worst golfer you've ever I, I, met. Absolutely. I, you think I, it was yes, fun? Yes. I, I need to get every. I want to
2: get everybody involved in golf. But it's kept. something I love. I don't it's know that I can afford
1: it. I've seen some green in some places. Oh, I'm playing at, at a, WTC. I know, I know. I'm just saying in general, if I got into it, you know, I'd want to go yeah. play someplace else. Well, You just <laughs> 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 so you're too
2: good for Western <laughs> no, Texas College. No, what? No, no, no. No. I, don't, I don't.
3: feel like I have the time or the money to get <laughs> right. good. Yeah. And anyway, I mean, I will shoot a one ten and lose ten balls in nine holes. Yeah. I mean, or eighteen holes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's terrible. I'll, I'll lose
2: ten balls in nine holes. <laughs>
0: That's much how I've done it
2: before. It's, it's not, fine. It's not great. Oh, look! It's a work in progress. I mean, it's the hardest. Yeah. I think it's the hardest sport.
1: I could not to, to correct uh, my slicing so I have to I have to line up <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know my feet. going in a completely opposite direction <laughs> Slice So when I hit it the, it lands just where it's supposed aim to Aim at the houses and let it curl back in <laughs> Exactly into the right that's exactly right I how did I that
0: did. and then uh only one time in my life I had a really straight shot it was that time yeah. right so, to, right yeah. to the window of the house <laughs> so I'm I,
2: sure I recall it. Josh Greens paid a visit to the WTC golf course on oh,
3: times. Yeah. Are You staying out there <laughs> oh. Hey uh <laughs> I think is it, if it's to the right, it's a slice or a hook? To the right is a slice. A I hook think I sliced left. it out of golf. Like, it, like, it, it went, like, not very far straight, but, like, really far to the right. Really far right, yeah, yeah. It's we call like, that a banana slice.
1: Yeah. Good times. Laz, what was your
0: favorite gift you've ever gotten? You know, um, I think Josh may remember this. It was, it was shortly after I was married. And, it, and, and favorite, whatever, it, it was definitely most memorable. Um, you remember this, we're, we're at uh, our in-laws house and there's like this big box and everybody's done gifts. And we used to do it was before grandkids or Boston was there. So he got everything that anybody would ever want and exactly. then spread yeah. everything else out among the adults. And I remember there was this big box and they brought it to me and they, they uh, pull out the camcorder. Do you remember this? I, yeah. was, and, and like it was, it was camcorder today. So probably uh, probably 14 years ago. And so I opened the box it was like a rock in there, and then another little box, and I opened it, and there was a, a key to a truck. They hey. got me a truck. It was like nice. a a used Ford Ranger, and it was awesome. And It was yeah. literally like the most thoughtful, generous thing anybody had ever done for me. And that, love that. M- literally just like
2: personifies our in-laws,
0: just yeah, the most generous sure. people,
1: Yeah, for sure. Amazing folks. Uh,
0: what's the worst gift you ever got?
2: I actually called my mom to confirm my thoughts on this. When I was 13, I got this motorcycle that you like pull back and it like pops a wheelie. And I kind of opened it and I looked at her like, Really? This Is this it? But that's all I could think
0: of. She still think it was a good gift? She was like, Yeah, what was wrong with it?
2: Yeah, it was great. No, she just remembered that I was not grateful for it at at all. You're such a brat. Well, dude, I was 13 years old. I don't want to play with motorcycles anymore. I can't remember the
1: worst gift that You're, I've been how given. How old are you now? <laughs> 28. You're
0: 28 and you play with sticks.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? Play golf with sticks all the yeah. time. It's true. Whatever. It's true. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, I can't remember the worst gift I've been given. I know when my wife and I, we got married really young and we were really broke. Uh, we were poorer than we are now. And uh, I think I gave her like a Creed CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Kelly had a birthday one time. I got out of the movie June like three in a while. My like, birthday. I just
3: kept walking and like had a wake up call, you know? Like, Creep with
2: arms wide open.
1: Uh, so I've gotten a lot better at buying gifts now, uh, but that was uh, not my finest hour. At I'm all. literally dying one. right now. That's a good
0: one. Oh, that's good. That's good. Cool. Well, just on the other side of Christmas, Christmas
3: is New
0: Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. You guys ready for the New Year? Coming up. Nope. Is it
3: New Year or New Year's?
0: New Year. Singular. Year. Singular. In, there's yeah. only one year. Unless you're saying like New Year's Eve, then it's apostrophe it's S. possessive. Because it's possessive. It's the New Year's Eve. All right, so Christmas we said it's, it's literally right here, New Year's on the horizon as well. Um, do you guys go through any kind of routines to prepare yourself for the new year? Any, I don't know, resolution type stuff? I know resolution kind of has, um, has a bad rap just because they get broken really quickly. But is there anything you do um, as a Christian man to prepare your heart to be better in the upcoming
1: months? Yeah. I do, and I could nerd out on this topic for a while. So, I will do my best to keep it brief, and then answer questions if they or if they exist. If you have questions, uh, but no, I, between Christmas and New Year, that week, New Year's Day, that week is a great time to stop and reflect a little bit. So, uh, before I look ahead, I always take time to look back over the last year uh, because you can kind of forget all the stuff that went on, you know? And like for us, we had a pretty good year as far as just things that happened, uh, things that we did. Uh, we took, uh, my wife and I and my daughter went on a whitewater rafting trip, you know? Uh, and we slept outside under the stars one night and, you know, did some whitewater rapids. And again, that, that's a, that's a great memory, but it's also a good time to stop and just kind of think back to those things got to see Turnpike Troubadours in concert this year for the first time. And that was amazing. And so just stop and think back of all the wonderful blessings that the Lord had given us over this last year. Again, those are just two that came to mind, but I kind of get in the weeds a little bit on that. Uh, And then I always stop to look ahead and I have a very specific process for that. I actually have kind of a, a yearly process, a thing I do at the year mark, a thing I do at the quarterly mark, a thing I do monthly, a thing I do weekly. And then a thing I do daily. Uh, And so the year is a little bit more involved, obviously, in just thinking about what's coming up. And uh, the main thing I do quickly, to summarize, is I look at all the different roles that I'm in. So I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a deacon, I'm a children's worker. I am a compressor analyst, uh, things like that. And, uh, and I look at all of those and I kind of just grade myself on how they're going. And, uh, again, that's, that's a process there, but that's generally, uh, kind of how it's going, where I want it to be. And then some action steps to get from where it's currently at to where I want it to be in all those different areas. So again, that's a, that's a very high view of that, but that's generally what I do. And I've found it to be very helpful for me.
0: That's good. What would you what would you say to somebody? Because I've I've heard this, you know, growing up in in church, I've I've been a Christian for the last, I don't know, however many years since I was I was in eighth grade. And I've heard several times, like, why do you make resolutions? Why do you plan? Why like doesn't the Bible say in in, in the book of James that like why do you care about what's tomorrow? Like it's all in God's hands anyways. What what
3: would you say to that? Anybody can answer. I well, mean I if, think that James passage is more about worrying about tomorrow. Not necessarily that you can't plan or prepare. I think too like planning you have to kind of you you make plans and you try to be wise, but you have to keep those those plans open-handed because life happens, you know? And so like like for me, I'll have I I used to be more detailed, but what I realized was I got so detailed but then never really looked at it or really for like I made all these grandiose goals and plans and all this, but I, I didn't. I either didn't achieve them or like didn't even realize I was doing it. Cause I would just write them and then not look at them. What I found is it's easier for me to be a little a little simpler and more specific, but then review it very consistently. And so even with my kids, um, we'll work through some goals with them over the next couple of weeks, uh, as individuals and as a family. But then about once every month or two at dinner, we'll kind of read the list of goals back and say, hey, how are we doing? Like, what needs to change? And we did that this year, and that was a much better process for us because it helped keep the goals and stuff in front of us more. Because, again, my history is like I will write these, all these goals in you know December, January, but then I won't look at them again until October like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do this. I didn't even remember, you know. And so the review process to me is what's most important, keeping it in front of you.
1: I think the review is absolutely (coughs) crucial. I mean, and that's why, you know, even for me on it. So I have those goals I go over for the year, and then I have two or three that I'm actually going to work on this quarter. And then I have, you know, i break that down to monthly goals. and Then i break that down into what I'm going to do this week to make it happen and then look at it. So I think that's 100% accurate. Back to your question, I think for me, uh, I agree completely with what Josh said. Um, you know, we make plans with open hands, knowing that things could change uh, in an instant. Uh, but also for me, man, it helps me kind of stay gospel focused and all those things. So all, all of that stuff that I'm talking about, I'll look through in the lens. of. The, so when I think about being a good husband, it's not by even worldly standards of my own. It's actually an opportunity for me to say, you know, have I gotten off track? Have I, Have I kind of put my own... Um, ideas into this or am i am I doing this the way that, that would honor the Lord? Am I doing this in a way uh, that God has prescribed uh prescribed and described uh, and am I honoring the Lord with the way that I love my wife? am I honoring the Lord with' because I think you can get it's so easy to get off track and start doing things define success the way the world defines success as opposed to how God would define success and so for me, this is the exact way where I consider if i 'm doing these things. Uh, in light of the gospel, in a way that honors the Lord, uh, or not, and it's a good time to check up on that stuff. Yeah, I think that's a
0: good point. You know, I do think um, you know I, I'm, I'm with Josh. I was kind of kind of just throwing out there, playing devil's advocate. You know, um, as far as that goes, because I do think that that you see time and time again in, in Scripture. You can see it in uh, the minor prophets. You can see it in um, in Proverbs. You can see it in the New Testament. Like God wants us to strive to be better, right? Like to grow and to do these things. And so planning is not bad. I think, I think, uh, motivation is key. And so when you say like, why are you going to be a better husband? Is it because, because you, you want brownie points with your wife? Is it because you want your friends to look at you and say, man, Randy's got his stuff together. No, it's because of the gospel. It's because of, of your relationship with, with Jesus and and you ever wanting to grow and, and mature in him. And so I think, I think, um, yeah, motivation is is super key in in why we do these things. Um, so I think that's a good uh, uh, a good observation, good point. And then just kind of the open handedness as well of like God is in control. These things can change. Like yeah. at, at some point, you got to kind of live on the fly, you know, in in some
2: seasons of life. So yeah, I mean, my, my point is uh, I need the motivation, so I appreciate you know this group of guys right here that help me push through and. And hold me accountable. And, uh, yeah, because I I struggle with making goals. I I know all the things in my head and all the things I want to do, but getting them on paper and actually keeping track of them, I just struggle with that side of it. So this weekly check-in with with us, you know, uh, I would highly recommend, you know, if if you can find a group of ladies or guys to kind of get together with and uh, hold each other accountable and, you know, keep track – uh, of what, what you're doing and how you're growing in the Lord, uh, I'd highly recommend it because it's it's super beneficial for me, uh, and I think it'll be super beneficial for anybody that, that can do that. And so, uh, you know, I, j- I just had the conversation with Lauren the other day about being more intentional. Uh, we sat down together actually on, uh, on our couch right here um, and talked about, you know, being better at, um, you know, how we spend our time together at home, You know, when we come home, instead of just trying to check out and you know just be quiet and you know unwind, you know actually talk about it, communicate uh, about it, and you know you know just lay it all out there and and be together and pour out our hearts to each other and talk about what we need because I mean it's not going to get better if we just sit in silence and you know don't have a conversation about it. Yeah, I think
0: I think um, exactly what you said. I mean, we're we're built for community, you know, um, and, and I know if, if I'm left to myself, I won't, I won't review those things. Um, I'll, I'll kind of just, just sit on it. And then at the end of the year, you're twiddling your thumbs like, well, I didn't, I didn't hit that goal. I didn't do that. Um, so it's important. You yeah, have to, to have open lines of communication and maybe that's with your spouse. Um, I would definitely encourage that, uh, set marital goals. Uh, maybe it's with, with your dudes or your, your ladies, um, whatever, but yeah, community, community is incredibly important uh r- real quickly I, I want to ask you Josh maybe um you can shed some light on this so so you're you're in a house full of five boys um ranging from kindergarten or I guess what first grade 6
3: to 16
0: yeah 6 to 16 so so when you talk about setting goals with your
3: kids not specifically but maybe generally what what does that look like for you guys so obviously age appropriate and um even personality based so like we did like a spiritual goal, um, uh, something they want to change or grow in, and even like a fun goal. Like Gideon, my 10-year-old, one of his goals this year was to catch the biggest fish he's ever caught. And so we took him on his 10-year trip, and we went to Lake Fontana, and he caught like this huge trout. It was, it was phenomenal. So like we, we try to throw the fun stuff in there too. Um, um, so just different style of goals that really are uh, very personal to each to each kid. And I think it's the same thing with like marriage I think so many times, somebody like marriages uh, get frustrated because what works for another couple may not work for them. Like, me and Callie have never sat down and done a Bible study together. And not that that's bad or or anything, but like, I know uh, married couples that do that and it's really helpful for them. We just don't function that way. And so I think you got to be okay knowing how you function and then then creating your goals and, and wiring this stuff around how you and your family is wired and not try to be somebody you're not. And so that that's something I think we're always continually learning, and you're shifting as your kids get older and are in different stuff. Like you got to kind of roll with it. Um, but but we'll, so like for our kids specifically, it's like a spiritual goal, uh, a change goal, a fun goal, and then and there's some other stuff in there. Even it's like like I, I'll work with them like, hey, when are you going to read your Bible? What does prayer look like in this stage? And, and we're doing some stuff with that. Uh, because I w- I want them to to grow in that even at an early age, and then Callie has her goals. We have some goals together, and some of it is like um, instead of like giving gifts, we're trying to make memories and, and trying to change some of that conversation. Like like uh, like if I really think about some of my best gifts, they're experiences or memories that I have with other people, more than so than a specific tangible gift. So. I guess I guess the encouragement is don't get don't bottleneck yourself trying to be somebody you're not like like be okay if, if like your goals or your year next year looks different than somebody else's or even what you would uh, that you would think it's supposed to look like 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 roll with it and if it's working make it better if it's not working change it or throw it away like don't be married to something that's not working. Goal-wise, yeah. Unless <laughs> yeah. it's your wife, and then work it out. <laughs> unless it's your spouse, and figure it out. Yeah.
0: I think that last part is really key. And so, so for me, I I'm, I don't naturally bend toward being organized. And, and, <laughs> I'm I'm incredibly grateful for Randy. He does a lot with our kids ministry to help me stay on task and, and we sit down. Um, and so I can kind of see some of the things that, that he talks about literally like flesh itself out in our ministry and in my life. And so for the longest time it was, it was, I felt like I had to be in a system, uh, and me kind of setting goals and achieving goals was, was someone else's work and not mine. And so, I um, mean, yeah, I think that's great. Like find, find what works for you. Maybe it's a trial and error. And I think, you know, Um, And don't be so hard on yourself if if you do fail. Um, Is there anything specific that you want to proclaim right here on Men of Pod that we can hold you to this coming year? What, What goal may be that
2: roller coaster for the first time? Oh, gosh. That's definitely on the top of the
3: list.
1: I do my work between Christmas and New Year, so it is premature for me okay. <laughs> to say anything yet. So, right on track. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'll get back to you,
0: though. All right. Sounds good. Cool. Um, what about you? You know, I really, I say this just every year. Just because you're the
1: moderator, I don't mean you can just skip on I know, this. I <laughs> know, I know. I know. I try to use it to my advantage
0: sometimes. Uh, I say this every year. I really do want to be more intentional on absorbing information through books. Or audiobooks or whatever. I listen to podcasts a lot. I'll read internet articles, but very rarely do I crack open a book. Um, I know a lot of random, useless junk about things, and I like to read, but I oftentimes am not disciplined enough to sit down and actually crack open a book or put in the headphones and listen. Audiobooks are the same as books, no?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I'm sure with that for a long time, rules. when somebody said I read a book, but you just listened to it, but I, I came down on it, it still counts.
0: I absorbed the information yes. by osmosis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, typically, that's how I try to read. I just put the book to my head and hope I get what I get.
1: Billy <laughs> Don just smacks you <laughs> with one real hard. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, so so that's why I want to I want to just read a few books. Yeah. General interest. I read I read a couple last year, um, but but I'd like to like to continue building Re- on read that. Read a few yeah. books. Mark it down. Read a few books. <laughs> right if I play my cards down. right, I could have that done by March. Yeah. And yeah. just coast the rest exactly. of the year. You know what I mean goals hit uh so one one last bit of thing here maybe a bit of advice that you would share uh to the to the man or woman who's this next couple of weeks looking at what these next several months may hold for them what what what's what's probably the most valuable bit of advice you can give someone who's trying to plan for the future
1: the first thing that i thought of was just to start super small um, that's always, uh, a, uh, piece of advice I give, um, that I don't always take myself because it's easy to look out there and say, I need to fix a lot of things, uh, and to kind of jump in or go, you know, just way overboard. I mean, we all know the classic example of, okay, I need to lose weight. So I'm going to set my alarm for 4:30 in the morning be at the gym by five and eat all this food. And, you know, it just, you can't do that, but, um, just start small. Uh, but when it comes to reading your Bible, uh, again, people want to jump into these, you know, yearly, uh, Bible plans, which are pretty difficult. I'm doing one right now. I've been reading the Bible for a long time, and I have a hard time getting through, uh, you know, four five, six chapters a day in a meaningful way. And I find myself sometimes just checking it off, just doing it just to do it and check it off the list, which is not what God intended and not what I want for my own heart and life. Uh, but even if you open like the Bible app and read the verse of a day, the verse of the day. Uh, and actually get something from that I think that consistency is way more important than the than the quantity Um, and so my advice is always to start small I know for me been trying to lose weight for a while and I'll always try to do too much uh, to make that happen and so uh, even something like instead of focusing on all my nutrition, let's just focus on breakfast and let me get breakfast right. And then once I have that good habit down, then we can look at some other stuff. Even if I eat fried chicken and milkshake the rest of the day, (laughs) it's not ideal. uh, But, um, you know, at least there's just one small aspect that you're focused in on and getting that down before you go on to the next. And I look at a lot of areas of my life, and if I would have started small and been consistent, I'd be in a completely different place right now as opposed to the two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, three steps back, little yo-yo that we all do. Uh, Start small, be consistent. Um, That's my best advice. Good.
2: Small wins build on each other for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think – since I'm not very good at at establishing goals and creating them, I, I just do it all in my head, which is I need to get better at it so I can keep track of it and and uh, you know see how I'm progressing. But I think what we talked about last Thursday is um, finding somebody that's above you, with you, and then below you. Right? Yep. Is that that's above kind you of beside you, below you? Yeah, yep. yeah. So that's kind of what I've been focused on. I, I would consider all three of you in this room to be above me for sure. I mean, oh, I, for sure. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. To, you know, but that's, I, I look up to you guys. I, I, you know, a lot of knowledge from you guys gets transferred from you guys to me. Um, so I, you know, the, the example that you guys set is, you know, one that I look up to. So that's really helped me, uh, you know, take that even into my Sunday school teaching, you know, as I flow you know, that down and, and do that. But, you know, that's that's kind of what I've, I'm trying to, you know, I guess build myself on is, you know, taking uh, good advice and good teaching from you guys and, you know, finding that and then transferring that to my life uh, and creating good goals and mindsets, you know, into the coming year.
1: That's super kind of you to say, man. I know we, we appreciate that. I know for me, I view us as the beside, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, Same. Uh, That's the
0: nicest thing that anyone's indirectly <laughs> said to me. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, the only thing that I would encourage someone to do is I've heard, I think pastors, I don't know, I don't know where I've heard, I've heard a bunch, but, um, to really kind of establish the why behind your goals. And so it's, it's good to have goals, but sometimes like the reason we have goals are very superficial. Mm -hmm. Um, and they they like they're like it's like oh this seems like a good idea but there's really not a lot of conviction yeah. behind it and so the more you can solidify the reasons why you want something or why you're doing something i think that gives you the fuel to continue doing to doing that even when it's difficult or you don't feel like it and so really really considering okay like why do I want to lose weight or why do I want to read my Bible more? Why why do I want to, whatever it is, like like to really think through for you the deeper reason why and really kind of identifying that um, helps fuel the actual process in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And, and that's helped me a ton. So
1: it gets you through on the bad days too, man. You know, when you uh, are really struggling for motivation and those kind of things to go back and remind yourself yeah. why you set that goal in the first place. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. I would say probably, uh, I love, I love both of those, all three of those, those thoughts, um, start small is, is what, what I was going to say, but, um, I probably shift to say, man, g- give yourself grace. You know what I mean? That's like, a great one too, yeah. like spoiler alert, you're, you're going to mess up. You're going to fail. You're not going to hit all your goals. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. And I feel like I have to, I have to tell myself that sometimes, you know, um, but when 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 you can give yourself grace, you, you get that grace by being properly motivated. You know what I'm saying? But um, but you don't even know you need it unless you're properly prepared. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, I think it's really important. Um, yeah, to to just roll with the punches. You know, sometimes you've got to. But anyways, any any other closing thoughts on this? This time next month, we'll be a few weeks into our goals. Yep, we don't even know what they are yet. I don't even know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Maybe I'll be halfway done with one third of my books. <laughs> and, then, and then my goals will shift to how many TV shows can I watch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Band of brothers number one on my list. It needs to be. There uh, you I go. think that's Can't a good wrong. That's the greatest generation that ever lived, that's right? We say. could learn yeah. a thing or two. Yeah, absolutely from them. we could. Hey guys, it has been uh, a joy for me and I know we we started this just kind of like a who's who's even gonna like this? Can I be honest with you? I like this. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's so fun for me and and I appreciate you guys. Uh, so um, yeah it's been it's been real. it's been fun. It's been real fun. That was good. Really well. Good. well, see you later. see you later. I'll see you next year.